Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com golf, fella. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm Scotty Upshaw. Up dog. Big fella, welcome back. Feels good to be back here. Banger, Maxi. Good to see you boys. It's been a uh, much needed vacation, Up Dog, yeah, but I got to be honest with you. I think I texted you after a couple weeks and I said, I, I miss being in the studio with you. So it's good to be back. You did it. Brotherly love. Yeah. The it's air usually you welcoming on. me back in the studio. Yeah, so I it's know. nice to be here. You know, I stopped in, seen the boys. Take care of my boy Binger back there. I know. Binger's banged yeah, up. Fuck, he's banged up. <laughs> Off-season injury. Yeah. I still don't believe it's from surfing, but whatever, Binger. It's okay, bro. Maybe okay, we'll, I know. We'll I get know, to the truth of this. I know uh, what goes on in Santa Monica. In, <laughs> I know what goes on up in Santa Monica, Binger. <laughs> um, light his finger with the torch trying to get the pipe going. So have you still been coming in here keeping these boys uh, honest or, what, what, or just coming in to do the daily uh, you yeah, know, yeah. emails? Yeah, I stuff? come in. I see our boy A-Hall, you know, talk a little biz. Brought him lunch. Sorry, boys. I you know, <laughs> should have brought you guys some food. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I brought the boss food, not the, not the guys that do the real work here. Uh, man, I brought in this uh, East Borough. It's this little like Korean place. Oh, it's the Korean chicken that we awesome. have? Yeah, 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 I've had that before. It's, it's unreal. unreal. Um, so anyway, you know, I like to come in here, shoot the shit, get the iPad out, write a couple emails, <laughs> put to get the stogies going. I saw you got the nice Cumano there. I is that a Cohiba? This is. That's nice. And I feel like it's our first time back in the studio. Start the season off fresh, so the season doesn't start for a couple of weeks. Um, training camp, at least. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, back in the studio and got the stogie here. Yeah, so th thanks to you boys and thanks to Princey. Princey did a hell of a job where we were away. And, and Maxie and Banger, the recorded ones we had, Shaddy. Uh, Stosi, he's a beauty. Stosi's yeah. a beauty. Um, the the one the, the the tribute to Broadway, man. <sighs> Dude, I listened to it at the lake. I was riding, getting, riding the Peloton. I got off the Peloton and I put it on. And to hear, you know, Kristen and then Kevin, you know, we were there obviously at the funeral. Um, it was emotional for me. But then to hear his voice, I just I don't know. I started laughing. I was I was you know just got done working out. I was hanging out at the lake and uh, it was good to hear his voice. Up. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's crazy. It's you know it's crazy the. 
the year to date came up. Um, you know, we weren't together. It kind of sucked, but yeah. at the same time, uh, for all of our you know close friends and people that have known Jimmy either through the podcast or through playing hockey with them or through um, his tight circle back home, it was it was nice. It was a great collage of uh, like sad and love yeah. and laughter and um, crazy to think that uh, you know a little under a year ago we had to go through yeah. this this crazy time together. I mean, you know, when we were there and, you know, the way when Kristen went up and did her speech and, and Kevin, like how, how well they did and just hearing it a year later, even like, I was like, wow, that's, yeah. I couldn't imagine like having to get up there and, and the way they did it and it sounded so good and, and Princey killed it for us. Yeah, so, he did. Um, but yeah. it was good to hear Scoopsy's laugh and... Uh, you know, the one thing clip was when he's on a cold streak. <laughs> he's like, boys, boys, fellas, I'm ice cold here. <laughs> we would just let him lead into that too. Eh? We're like, yeah. hey, we know you're cold, Hazy. So, you know, you just take this here this week and just make fun of yourself. Yeah, I said, Hazy, you just got to embrace it now, buddy. Yeah, you got to embrace it now. So, Scoopsy, we miss you. We love you. But yeah. that uh, that was great. Then the 100th episode, um, you know, it was great to see Binger, Maxi, A-Hall on camera like that. And me and you, buddy, we just... We got shit faced and drank, smoked about four cigars. Yeah, <laughs> every yeah, we scene did. we were just like, <laughs> I forgot how many cigars we smoked. We smoked about three each. So it well, was, we it almost cool. smoked out poor, you know, Serge and Sam out in the in the office there. Yeah, and, this, there was a and this garbage can may or may not have caught on fire. It did. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever knew that. So sorry, Albert, but uh, it was cool. I mean, just to see a hundred episodes up to where we started, and just for our listeners to you know, get a little sneak peek of what goes on here at Missing Curfew. You know, obviously we, we're, we're lucky just to sit down here and talk, but there's more that goes into it. Uh, I thought it was a great episode. I thought it came out great. Yeah. Yeah. And it was still so fresh to this whole thing, right? It's yeah. like, uh, people think we just get up here as professionals now and stuff, but you know, coming in here, we're like, holy shit, it's been, you know, been three weeks since we've done this. Yeah. Yeah. We could get the cobwebs out. Yeah. I woke up, have this... a couple coffees here. Yeah. I woke up this morning, um, you know, the Labor Day weekend got me again up, so I haven't, I haven't quite learned. I turned 39 in August, and you think I would learn, but uh, unfortunately, my Irish brother, Mackell, me and him, yeah. uh, you know, Saturday, Sunday, right after it. So I woke up today a little, not feeling 100%, and I was like, I was a little nervous. I'm like, fuck, I got the podcast I haven't done with ups in a month, and but it's uh, it's like random. I mean, he is your Irish brother, and you guys, you're one of the only guys that can keep up to him drinking after a couple, <laughs> you know. I don't know, yeah, maybe. Fucking cheers to you, though, bud. That's, imp that's impressive work. Talk about Ireland for a second. Ireland was how, great. How was, how was Ireland? I, it was awesome. I mean, yeah. Dublin was, I don't know, it was kind of not. It was like Port Hope? It looked like downtown Port Hope. <laughs> I took a picture, sent it to my family, a couple of my buddies from Port Hope. I said, this looks like Walton Street here. All they need is the Ganarask Hotel here on the left side, right across the street where you took a piss from. LGBO? Yeah, LCBO. LCBO. Um, great. I mean, people get pinned. I yeah. mean, pinned. I mean, we sat in every pub. We didn't even leave the little, the little area Temple Bar. You know, you've been there. You hooked oh. us up. The Dean Hotel, sick, great hotel. Right? Did, great did you rooftop. get the records and the speakers awesome. in your room yeah. and just pound it? It was awesome. It was awesome. It's, it was a great hotel. But, I mean, we didn't leave that area. We just walked around and hit every pub. So it, it was great. Um, so you're not bringing home any Irish women, are you? Or, God, they weren't as nice as I thought they were going to be. Like, like, no, you didn't meet a future Miss O'Brien? Her last name could have been O'Brien, too, maybe. I know. I know. Right? I met this one little redhead girl named her name was Holly Ryan. Um, <laughs> Almost. Oh, fucking good Irish girl. She was sweet as pie. Her friend... She wasn't feeling the voice. She wasn't feeling the voice. So, um, but it, it was great. I mean, the, the one pub Whalen's was called. Yeah. It, was, it was unbelievable. Played old school name. tunes and um, people just having a good time. But I want to go back and see, you know, the whole island. Like I, yeah. I would love to go play golf over there yeah, and actually yeah. see it. But Dublin itself, I don't know. You might, you'd rather off 
you know, go to London where you can have a little more fun. Yeah, for sure. It's like going to New York or going to Boston. Yeah. And then I want nothing against our Boston. No, we love, we love, we love Boston. But, um, I wanted to go over to McGregor's bar, the black forged Inn, but it's on the North side of Dublin. And a couple of guys that we met through Matt Gell, who are Boston College guys, were like, you don't want to go over on the yeah. north side, boys. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, you don't think we could just go over there? And he's like, no, 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 stay over here. Stay yeah, over here. Especially so. drunk. You never know who looks at you wrong and you go like, you know. Yeah. And we were drunk. So. Yeah. <laughs> Up, yeah, I had a 1030 flight from Dublin. You should have seen me trying to get on this get on this bird, but it was not pretty. It was it was vintage Lupo Classic tournament where I was just like, thank God I did my golf And clubs. you didn't. You think like okay, we're leaving early. Let's like keep it easy. To well, I did think before. that. I woke up. I woke up the sun the Sunday, yeah. and I said to Mac Al, I said, I don't, you know, I'm not going to get in one today. But we went and sat in the pub, and one thing turned into another thing, and yeah. How were the fish and chips? You like Newfoundland? I didn't Calvary? have any fish and chips. Oh no, no, wow. I know. But I had a lot of fish and chips in London with you and Loops. Remember? Yeah, of course. That's staple yeah. that's the first thing i look for and i eat it and i just get so tired i gotta go have a nap <laughs> <laughs> so you know where you know where they love having naps is italy people love having a nice nap in italy have you ever been there? quality of life over there is pretty special yeah it was good it i've was... never been i've been north uh, northern italy like the oh, como and uh um uh milano milan milano thank you yeah milano it's like a new that's like the fashion yeah, there's tons of, you know, six-footers in there. Yeah. I love Sicily, man. Sicily was my favorite part of the trip. Obviously, the Amalfi Coast was beautiful. Rome was awesome. The food in Rome was great. I got hammered on my birthday in Rome at this bar with this Italian. I mean, he kept the place open for me. He was a good Attaboy. guy. Yeah, he was a good guy. Him and this English bartender, and we just sat in there and, and had a time. But it was great. But down south in Sicily, it was amazing. My buddy, shout out to Georgie, the guy who was whose boat we rented. So he took me in loops, and, and we went to this, like, Stromboli, it's like a, a volcano that's still active, right? So, so I jump in off this thing, and he's and, and, and Big Georgie's like, "Oh, tsunami Shane, tsunami Shane." <laughs> this might fucking make this thing. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, tsunami Shane." I'm like, "What'd you say, Georgie? What'd you say?" But I said, "Listen, Georgie, I might come back next summer, and I may come a lot solo, and you're my guy, right? We'll take your boat, yeah. and you're my translator, and we just go." This Sicily was awesome. Maybe the women, every every year thing. Yeah, know, the women yeah. were beautiful there. Um, how about the tans on like here? Like the the, the all you got a pretty skin. you got a pretty like dark tan. Yeah, we, we know because we watch yourself on <laughs> NHL Network yeah. every week from here. But you know, pretty some olive of the over most there. beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Up yeah. here. all of beautiful skin, naturally beautiful. Uh, don't speak a lick of English. That's the one thing. Like we stayed on an island in Sicily where there was no cars, just golf carts. You don't mind that. You should have seen me trying to get in my shower in Sicily, boys. This <laughs> this shower, it was like this big. It was a tube, and I'm like. I can't even get in there, Binger. Like, I can't even get it. Like, it was not pretty, boys. It was not pretty, so. Uh, but great. It was fun on the water. And then, obviously, Amalfi Coast is pretty sick. Yeah. It's awesome. That's good. Good cultural experience for you. I, I was it's a role nice. reversal of me going looked, on trips. You looked and, happy. Every time I saw you, I saw a picture or something. Yeah. Like, Fuck, he's having a good time. He deserves it. It was nice Hard just work. to kind of get away. I hadn't been away since. I mean, we've been on a couple trips here or there, but yeah. like a nice European. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, Sicily, boys. Binger. Sicily, maybe me and you next summer, right? Georgie. Georgie or Joe? What did Giorgio. I call him? Giorgio. Call him Giorgio. He called me Tsunami Shane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to give a quick shout out to my boy, Mike Strong. Um, you know who he's friends with? I rented his cottage in the Muskokas. Up dog, the Muskokas. First time hanging out there. It's National League. I mean, like, beyond belief. Um, you know who his boy is? Is Dan Windbag Winnick. Wow. Yeah. He the grew up. You know the Windbag. The so. Windbag's still playing. 
Winbag just signed a two-year extension in Swiss. I wow. said that to him. So he texted me. And I said, hey, I met one of your buddies, Mike Strong. Him. I said, where are you? What are you doing? Ah, I'm back in Switzerland. I just signed. I said, you're still fucking playing? He said, yeah. I said, wow, that's impressive. Yeah. It's... How old is he? 36? Probably. He's probably, my, he, I think he's my age. Is he our age? Yeah. Let's look it up. Good for him, though. Yeah. He's I mean, he's me. a good European player. He played great for us at the Spangler. He played in the Olympics. I mean, did he play in the keep Olympics? Going. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a boy, Windbag. No, nah, Winnie's a good player. Straight lines, can skate. Absolutely no finish. He's uh, 37, born in 85. Yeah. So he's a little, that's still impressive. He should play until he's fucking 43 if he can over there. What else is he going to do? I don't know. Come back here. Hang out with the Muskoka. Yeah, yeah. college. I guess he's got a banger college. Does he? There. As he should. Um, but yeah, up dog, the college life. I know you did it when you were younger in Kelowna. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's just relaxing. I don't know. It don't is. check a lot of emails though on the lake. I tell you that. You yeah, no, you just got to set aside that like hour in the morning with the coffee. Yeah. You know, cause it's nice. The morning's there too. Like fresh coffee, the, the sounds of the birds and the fucking water and it's all glass. Buddy. You get out early for a little wake surf. People were come by the cottage wake surf and yeah. my brother-in-law, shout out to Tommy Lucas. He did a nice little, um, He's like myself. He's not exactly in playing shape anymore, but he was a sick wakeboarder. And that was the first time I've ever seen him. And he did, he only gave us like three or four runs, but they were, they were legit. Yeah. They were legit. Yeah. I you missed, were solid wakeboarder, weren't you? Uh, not wakeboarding. I, I mean, I could wakeboard. Loops was a great wakeboarder. No way. Loops. Loops is a good wakeboarder. Yeah. Wow. But uh, wake surfing, yes. That, that became more of, uh, you know, I remember wake surfing a lot actually when I did my ACL surgery back in like 2008. And it became part of my rehab. It was just the best thing you could ever do was, you know, you're not strapped in. You're only going 10 miles an hour. It's all balance. Yeah. You're putting your... You're closer to the boat, right? You know, you're putting your, your body at like, you know, uncontrolled little situations that your little muscles need to work and fire. And when you do major surgery, those all shut down. So the, the surfing aspect of things, you're not getting trampled by a big wave here like Binger when he goes out and surfs here. Um, so it's, it's epic, you know, it's, yeah. it's a great way I to saw do it. And then, and then you're surfing. so close with the fucking people on the boat, you fire a beer to the guy, yeah. crush a beer, you know, I would love to drive the boat and have you wake surfing behind. That would be nice. Yeah. That'd be a nice time. Let's My morning it. jacket plan. Oh, of course. Fuck. Man. I have a cigar maybe going up front for you. So speaking of just to change pace, fuck, we saw MMJ at the Hollywood cemetery. I know. It I was, was great. Fuck. Jimmy was just fucking. Buzzing. I was jealous, bro. I wanted to be I there. I know he was buzzing. The cemetery scared me a little bit. I don't know. I don't love cemeteries. Um, I know this Hollywood cemetery is like a famous thing. And, and you said there was like, it was pretty epic, right? It was epic. Yeah. And, and it went on, they went on a 715 sharp, ended at 10 because of the curfew. Like you're right in the middle of the you know, neighborhood basically. Yeah. Um, and as it came dark, like he sang one song where, it, you know, in the song speaking like, uh, speaking about being alive and then he's like amongst the dead, right? And he's going back and forth. And all of a sudden, it was crazy. Yeah, see, I don't that know if it was scary. the chocolate mushies or what it was. But Might have been the mush. These fucking, these like cemetery vultures all like <laughs> flew right at the stage. I mean, these things were like vultures, dogs. And they just flew right over the stage. And everyone was just like, whoa. Yeah, see, that was wild. trips me out. And it was just as the sun had set. And it was just awesome. Yeah. Victory dance, of course, as the sun sets. It's I love Jimmy. I was jealous. Jimmy. I'm glad you got to go to that. I wanted to give a shout at this place. You would love it up. It's in the Muskoka's. It's called the Kitabala. It's 81 years old. It's right on the water, and they have concerts there. Like, tragically like a little hit, bar? Yeah, a yeah. little bar, but sick sick little venue for concerts. Like, 
patio on the back or in the water. You can pull your boat up and park it there. And I just thought about you. Like they used to play the Tragically Hip, used to play there. Drake performed there before. City and Color. Awesome. Um, I think the Arkells. The Fact Daddy. The Fact Daddy might have played up there. Charlie boy. So I walk in and there's some Mr. Curfew fans. And then there's this one kid. I go to the back patio and this kid is fucking charged up. <laughs> <laughs> he is charged up. And I can't remember his name. But if you're listening, you know who you are out there, you fucking beauty. He goes, Obe. And I'm like, he's like, fucking Mr. Curfew. I love you, boys. Where's the up dog? And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, ah, up dogs in California. He's like, what? Like, he couldn't process that you weren't, like, right beside me. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, we're 39 years old. We don't have a kid. We don't go on every trip together. But anyways, um, I had a good chuckle. He was fired up. Loved missing curfew. Did a couple shots of them. It, it, it's a cool little old venue that, you know, you can just drive, drive your boat up to and hang out. Sweet. So, yeah, it was cool. So, uh, Mike Strong, thanks, buddy. I'll take the cottage again next year. Uh, so, pencil me in there. So, uh, up dog. U.S. Open tennis slash live tour golf. I know you're fired up. Where do you want to start? You want to start I, U.S. I just, Open or live? Go, baby, go. This time of year, I mean, we're getting excited for hockey uh, and football. Football's coming on. College football this week. We got, got shellacks, whatever. DraftKings. NFL, NFL in a week, right? So there's an excitement to get back. But there's been a lull in the summer of no sports. Baseball, I mean, how much you know regular season baseball can you watch? Yes, I love the Jays. but um, I'm with you on that. But – you know, end of the PGA Tour season, Rory McIlroy, it was an insane fucking finish at the Tour Championship. I, I loved that. it. I know. It was it was awesome. Rory couldn't have played better in the last two days. He deserved to win. Scotty Scheffler had a fucking massive lead and blew he kind of shit his shorts. He kind of shit his shorts. But all in all, that was super exciting. But what got me more excited was this weekend watching down the stretch on Sunday of Labor Day, a perfect timed event by the boys at Live and fucking Greg Norman, the Shark. I thought it was great TV, finished in a playoff for the first ever time on the live tour. DJ, who was actually going to putt this ball to 50 feet Fuck fast. Fuck, did he hit it hard. Good and, thing and, he hit the hole, DJ. Good, good thing he hit the good hole. Good for him because yeah. he would have ended up losing. But to me, you know, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you sw switching gears for a second, I had my little dog, Riley, at the fucking vet all morning. It was a horrific night. I just like I felt so bad for this girl. <laughs> she wasn't breathing well, and I'm like, Fuck. You love Riley. And then... And then I'm at the fucking vet and I'm like, fuck it, live golf tours on. So I sat there and watched this thing and it was, you know, on YouTube TV. So anyone can stream it. Yeah. And it was just shot after shot and guys like competing Cameron Smith for his first event right up there in the mix. Um, it was exciting. Three hole, like a th three man playoff. The crowd looked amazing. The crowd in looked good. They're going, they're going to Chicago next week too. At, the final uh, ones in Miami. Oh yeah. Rich Harvest Farms Rich is hosting Harvest the Farms. one next weekend. But all in all, I just, you know, they're spraying fucking champagne after like it's the F1 tour. And, and that's what they're trying to make this. They're playing music at the course in between shots. Like DJ and, you know, his playing partner hit their tee shots and they play tunes yeah. and they walk up. The, it, to me, it makes sense. I, it, I don't know. No, no. And I saw it after DJ won, Paul Casey comes out with a high noon in his hand. Like, yeah. I'm like, you would have never saw that on the PGA tour. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's Listen, are they going for the money? Yeah, they're going for the fucking money. We all know that. But I think it's a cool thing, and they're trying to do something different. And we talked about it before with Binger and Maxi, the shotgun start. I love a nice 11 a.m. shotgun start. That's right in my wheelhouse, up dog. It sure is. That's right in my wheelhouse. So I love the fact that they're all on the course at the same time. I don't mind the 54 hole. And, and like you said, they're making it fun. And I think yeah. that's great. And why have two options for golf anyway? Like have... Yeah, you know, it just sucks now. Like Cameron Smith can't play in the Presidents Cup, right? Well, I know, but that's but that sucks. That's like, let just, him play. No, that's a bunch of 
show, you know, yeah, we, we, stiffs just trying to be stiffs <laughs> and holding on to them as much power as they possibly can. You know, it's just let let there be Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. It doesn't need to be just Coke, you know. There, there can be two competing things to have entertainment for fans, I, I think. I agree. You think Terry Duffy's going to go or what? To the Rich Harvest Farmers? Yeah, he's yeah. there for sure. He's a nice 100%. member. Yeah. Um, U.S. Open tennis. I just got back into it since I got back. A um, couple great matches last night, and they start late there. The fucking men's match started at 10, or started at like midnight on the East Coast. They, that little Spanish kid, you help me with his name. Alcaraz. He's nasty. Fuck, he's got, he looks like McDavid out there. He gets to balls and I'm just like, how did he get there? He's got quads like Sid. Like he's and got Marty the Saint thick Louis. quad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Marty St. Louis, when I walked in that dressing room and saw his ass and legs, I was like, all right, what kind of <laughs> You're squat? like, I didn't work out this summer. <laughs> what kind of squats are you doing, Marty? I don't yeah, know. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and watching tennis at this level um, and really watching it, like watching like, you know, the strategy and, and the amount of just effort and like pain that goes into these guys and just the skill is to me it's the most fascinating sport to watch live because I've, I've had a chance to watch some some events live but on tv when you're just like you know and gambling on it is crazy like just these points and like you get to finally like a you know a break point and it, it, the shots are insane the fans are you know fans yeah. love it how big that Arthur Ashe Stadium is is insane to me how big it is. Like, it is massive. And to me, if you think about the three horsemen, right, like Nadal and Djokovic and Federer, yeah. and the amount of, like, in hockey, you can have a bad game, and you just absolutely could be the worst player on the ice. And that could happen to Sid. It could happen to McKinnon. You just fight the puck, and all of a sudden, that's your tournament gone. <laughs> Does it happen to those guys? No, was I don't that, know. Was that, just, was that just us? <laughs> was that just us? But, like, these guys, <laughs> to be that good for so long – and to have 23, 24 it's Grand Slams, it's crazy. the mental part of it, like playing four or five hour, you know, or playing a three hour match and always coming out on top, like say that many times, it's, it's a crazy feat. Tennis yeah. is so grinding on your mind that it's, it's a, crazy your body. It's like cr fucking. And who's the guy I love? The Aussie, the bad boy. What's his name? Help me his name. I always fuck it up. The Aussie. Uh, Curios. I love this guy. Yeah, this is what. He's a bad boy at tennis. Golf, he's a bad boy. We need a guy like that in golf. That Maybe that's a live tour. Maybe everyone there is a bad But I like this guy. He comes in. No, you know who tripping. tried to be like that was I love Wolf. Him. Wolf broke his putter on Sunday at the live tour, and he finished the last three hole putting with like a seven iron. And he made the putt on 18, like a, like a 10 or 15 footer in front of everyone. And it reminded me when I was, he went up when, I was when I was young, I was competing provincials in Alberta. I was at round five of five. Like I needed to like play good to make the team trials. And I fucking shattered my putter on the third hole of this last round, though, because I couldn't putt. And I finished the day with like a six or a five iron. And I made a putt on 18 in front of everyone with the fucking iron. And it was just, <laughs> it was great. I remember. And so this wolf was, he was swearing on camera. Yeah. And, and like, who's going to, they're not finding him. No. They don't care. They love it. So he's, he's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, he been missing putts and yelling. And then, and you could hear it all. And I'm like, this is, I like watching it. I think it's great. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. Um, U.S. Open too. I love watching the women. I love watching the women. Last night I watched Collins versus that Sablanka, the big. I think you didn't mind that. I didn't mind that at all. But they're good. Like how how hard they hit the ball. Yeah. And I find with the women they have more rallies, right? Like they they, they can go for longer because I don't know. Like some of the men, they hit it so yeah, hard yeah. that it's just like it's watching crazy. them get to these balls too, man. man. It's like how crazy. do you move that fast? And, to, and for the men to know that you got to win three, like, right? You could play five sets. Like last night, the Spanish kid played against the guy from Croatia. 
went five sets. Yeah. I mean, I fell asleep 10 times through the match on the couch because I was hurt. <laughs> but like, it. I was like, fuck, these boys are still going. <laughs> you know what crazy. I love about tennis too? It's just that you can pick up a racket with your buddy and play like a four-hour match. Like how you can't yeah. really do that in a lot of sports, you know, like you yeah. can play about one-on-one basketball or, you know, you can't play hockey. No. You can't play, you know, golf. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. you can go and have like a good competitive match one-on-one in tennis and it'd be like this, you know, awesome, awesome event. Yeah. I think it's fuck. I mean, I just, I wish I was better at it. I'm more of a pickleball <laughs> guy. I got a, I actually got a pickleball injury here. My elbow. I thought, I thought with a month off, it would be get better, but oh, so you're getting the tennis elbow right here. Ups. You gotta go see Amstutz. I just text. He actually just texted me. I asked him. I like. I need someone to work this out for me. So, um, U.S. Open live golf. I love them both. Uppy. I'm looking forward look to. Look at their website too. I mean, it's fucking. What it's, the live it's one? Cool. Is it national? Like, look at it. It's just fucking. Yeah. It's got like the colors and the teams, and then this beauty here, Pat Perez. Did you hear? His I would golf? love to play around a golf with him. Pat Perez was like someone was chirping him. It's just like exhibition golf, and he's like. Oh yeah, exhibition golf. <laughs> I just made four and a half million bucks. <laughs> How's that for? How's that for an exhibition? Yeah. Um, up dog, some sad news here. Somebody on our social media, uh, the Tavern on Rush in Chicago, which was uh, Binger Max. It was my go-to spot when I was in Chicago. I think the Up Dog enjoyed it as well. It's just a- Google, Google the Viagra Triangle. <laughs> take you right there. It's officially closing. It is. It is gone. So uh, I wanted to Shoot. give it some love. It was my. Favorite spot to go in Chicago. Yeah. I would go there. Um, right, next dinner, right next right to Gibson's. Right next to Gibson's. I'd go before dinner for happy hour. Then I'd go after my dinner for different kind of happy hour. But it was one of my favorite spots. So someone in our our social media uh, from Chicago said tavern's done. So sad day, ups. That's sad day. That's shitty. Shitty. Chicago's like, not what it used to be, buddy. I went there for Notre Dame game. And that, that used to be my favorite, one of my favorite cities in the NHL. And it just didn't... Granted, maybe because of COVID too, it didn't have the same buzz as it used to. It used to be like, oh, and they had the black. The Blackhawks were kicking everyone's ass. That's true. It was like the they, had, they had the real. cup in their play in their city for three summers. Yeah, you know there was a lot of was a lot of you know good vibes going on there. Yeah, they always kicked know. my ass, but I just like that. I lo- I love that. That building was always rocking too. Good <laughs> that, restaurant. So you're that right. building good. will not be rocking this year. That is going to go back to. I mean, we'll get into the you know all our predictions on teams, but. The Chicago Blackhawks are fucking in one. <laughs> that's, that's for another time. So Tavern on Rough, Moment with Silence. Love you. Um, our first segment brought to you by our good friends at Good Life. Promo code curfew. Um, training camp. And training camp is right around the corner. And Updog, this camp, bio still camp. Camillary, I'm still mad at you that you didn't let me invest with you back in the day in Calgary before Bio still turned into what it is. It's fuck Cammy. We had pregame. Did <laughs> Come on, Cammy. Cammy, I pregame with you for every game. And you never told me about bio still, but anyways, I still love you, Cammy. But this camp up, it's turned into like it's turned everyone. Into, I mean, you've been to it. Live, uh, yeah. Camp. Like it's McDavid, it's it's McKinnon, it's Kane, it's McCarr. Connor Bernard, it's it's McCarr. It's yeah, it's, it's nuts. Pretty cool. Yeah, they had uh, when I was there. It was Drysital, um, you know, McDavid. They had the Sagan's always been there. You know that Matt Nickel who does the training over there. Like he's a good trainer. Yeah, I don't know if like all these guys are trained. They're not training with them, but this this four or five day camp, you can't measure. You, you know, you're not able to put these guys in the same room in the same workout, compete before a training. It, it's, yeah, it's an all star game. It just made me realize where guys like, are actually going balls out. Yeah, when you could put the best players on the planet a week before you got to report to camp, it's yeah. it's got to be a good feeling that a you know you're ready. B you're against guys that are just as good as you, and for BioSteel, it's 
It's turned into like I, uh, I think they sell tickets, aren't they? People I used to go in a few days early. I have a little. Uh, I, I know why you. I, I know why you went in. Freddie Anderson would be like, "Hey, you know, I'm still, uh, I'm still up in or over in Cali, or I'm up in Winnipeg working with the goalie coach. Stay at my place, all right." Freddie's a team guy. Our boy Freddie, he's a team guy. guy. Um, and man, I just I'd hit my boy JD up and we'd like Peter Gurgis. little dinner and a night. Show up a little bit late for the workout in the morning. No, a little bit. Not late. you. No, I was always on time. JD hit me up when I was in Sicily, actually. He said my, I was staying in Palermo and he's like, yo, that's where my family's from. And I was only there for a night because I missed my flight in Rome because mm-hmm. I got pinned the night before. So we had to stay one night. We couldn't get the ferry over to, to where we, we wanted to go. We should have done an over under on DraftKings to see if you would miss any of those flights over there. <coughs> How many did you miss? Just the one? Just the one. And it wasn't even because we were up. I just forgot I changed it because of the ferry. But oh, I'll be, I get on this plane. I'm going from Rome down to Palermo and... I thought I had first class, but there's no such thing as first class. And I am fucking wedged in the seat and the, I'm leaking. It's 110 <laughs> degrees, right? And I'm leaking and the fucking thing won't work. And I'm like, I'm thinking about ripping the fucking chair out of this thing, right? And I'm like, finally the girl, she's like, put your mask. Oh, you didn't have to wear your mask, but she's like, put your seatbelt on. I'm like, put the air condition on, turn on the plane. What are we doing here? Like, this is insane. Finally, I just went to the, the roll behind me and laid down, but up, I was, it was not pretty, bro. Long flight? No, thank fuck. It was 30 minutes. But I sat in that little chair for 30 minutes with no air condition on, and they're taking their time. You know, like the European tradition. Like, they're not exactly in a hurry anytime they do something. So it was... uh it wasn't pretty, buddy. It wasn't pretty. Um, But Biosteel Camp, good on you guys. Keep that rocking. Updog, training camp in general. We talk, me and you, about missing the game. I do not miss this time of year. This was a time of year where I was fucking on the scale every day, doing a little extra, trying to get down to fucking 240 or 235, whatever it was. But you, my friend, you were never really... I always remember you going in training camp. You were always... The weight was fine. You, you know? You were never worried about it. anything, were you? It was... It, for the only time of the year, other than the playoffs, I would get, like, nervous. I would be a little bit nervous or excited. Call it both. But going into training camps, you're always like... The first day, you kind of want to get out of the way, and then the fitness, te- the fitness testing would come in, and I, I I would always do good in like fitness tests, and and I hated them all, but I'm like fuck, okay, I I guess I worked out pretty hard, even though I was you know in Mykonos, and <laughs> Portugal, and Italy or wherever the hell you and go. you were naturally gifted with you know, your- but the fact that you had to just gear up again and compete, and it be worth something, and you know there's new guys coming in, and there's you know, new opportunities and a chance to show you worked hard. And there was this all, it was like the beginning of a cycle again that, you know, as an athlete, you look forward to, yeah. or you fucking had a, you know, crushing defeat in the playoffs or you didn't make the playoffs and everyone's pissed off. And there's always different scenarios at camps, right? That's I, true. I, I just liked that, that dynamic. Maybe there's a new yeah. fucking coach and you got, you know, you got to start to figure out new, um, new systems and it's it's a full thing you know new leaders come in new draft picks coming up and it's just a the whole process of it. it's great yeah, it's a good point by you like my third year going into vancouver i ended up getting traded but when we went to training camp that year and they ended up going to the finals we had that feeling in training camp of like all right bring it on we've lost to chicago two years in a row here we picked up rafi torres they went and out got keith ballard they got ham use which is reason i got fucking traded but point being well there's other reasons two ups we had that feeling of, all right. And then fast forward to my, you know, when I signed a one-year deal in Colorado, we had a young team with with no expectations. And you could see how good Lannis Cog was as a rookie and O'Reilly. And, you know, we go out and get Downey and guys have better years. So you're right. You have different, you know, and then you go to Calgary and you realize you're going to be fucking terrible. You're like, this is going to be a long year. Yeah. 
It's gonna be a long year. Yeah, no, totally. It's, I mean, that goes both ways too. Like St. Louis, I had those experiences too, where you're like, fuck, we were right there last year. Yeah. Now we have a, yeah, everyone recovering from surgeries and after the playoffs and you come in and you know, our draft picks weren't that high. So you're not really looking forward to that, but you want to get back out and compete. And then like, there's the Florida days where, you know, we have a great season, but then, you know, we show up to training camp. We got fucking Kevin Deneen still as our coach Dino. and everyone's like, Oh God, here we go again. And, but we have, we have fucking extra the water. Dino. We have Ekblad, we have Huberto, we have these fucking Barkoffs come in and you're like excited to see these young kids yeah. like who have had these amazing junior careers. And you're like, fuck, these guys are going to step in and, and, you know, be all stars. Yeah. And you know that, that, so that sort of thing is, is what you miss too. Watching young talent come in and, and, fucking fight to compete for jobs and yeah just the when you leave the game you know we all miss hanging out and having coffee and sitting on the training table and fucking scoring goals but that that whole competition thing is i think what what we strive for again right which is why we probably love golf and we don't miss the ptos do we fuck no fuck but again those are like PTOs are the worst. Who? Someone just signed. I saw you tweeted out about it. Somebody's on. You're like, oh fuck, good luck, follow the PTO. <laughs> the old PTO. The old PTO. It was someone in St. Louis. Um, it was a veteran guy. I saw you tweet out about in it in St. Louis. Yeah, but it is good to get back with the boys in training camp. You know, I used to always say, whoever had the best tan coming in training camp usually had the best summer. Can't tell. I'm it. not gonna lie to you. I know we were lucky. We had Lupul's Beach House, and we were all living out here. But not many times went back to camp. Not with the best tan. So whoever's out there with the best tan, good on you. That would just piss off Bob Harley too, wouldn't it? Probably. Every coach is probably, look at O'Brien, how tanned he is. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fucking guy didn't work out once, did he? But you actually look more ripped when you're tanned too, so. Right? Dude, I saw some pictures from me back in the day. Um, an old friend of mine sent me. I don't know what they were talking about. I was fucking lean and mean, ready to rock. I know, I know Fuck. I mean, these guys, they were all over me. <laughs> I, you know, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> um... Our boy Zegris, Trevor Zegris, um, we're, we're going to see him this weekend. Missing Curfew's put a golf team in for Getzlav's Charity Golf Tournament. For the kids. For the charity. For we're the giving charity. back to Getzy. We love you. So yep. we got, uh, still haven't filled out our squad yet. We had uh, Kevin Connolly drop out, so we, we got to replace him. Yeah, we'll have, tryout. We'll have some tryouts this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, we got to, we got to. Um, but anyways, Zegris, excited to see him. Excited to see all those boys from the Ducks. They got a good group there, but. Um, he's on the cover of NHL 20, this fucking kid. I saw him at the, <laughs> I saw him at the US Open. He was like hanging out in the polo lounge. He was yeah. looking good. He had like a vest on. And I'm like, look at this kid. This he kid's got the world by the balls. Like the baggy khakis with mm-hmm. the Jordans. And it's a good look. I'm sure there was some, some eye candy that Mr. Ralph Lauren was, uh, yeah. was posting around there. Um, that, that I'm te- just trying the to tennis th- brings around a really good looking. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of what this kid like. You know, I don't. I, I, we don't know him that well, but we got to know him a little bit. But like to be on the cover, and I don't know. I just I hope yeah. I think he can handle it. I think he has that it factor to him that he can handle it. Yeah, and he's a, he has a personality that people want to be around him. Obviously, so yep. I think it's going to work out great. I just I had a good chuckle when I saw him on the cover of it because he's what second year in the league. Yeah, um, him and him and Nurse. I think it was a great way to promote the game for both women and for yeah. for young yeah. hockey. Good point. Um and for kids, right? Kids yeah. can relate to these to these two players. Um to touch on you thinking like can he handle it? I think he's he's so just his own little human. Yeah. Like in his fun way. He has that that factor. it doesn't matter. Like he doesn't take this like as like he's the cocky, confident, cool, respected amongst his peers like if you talk to shaddy you talk to getsy they love the kid yeah. they, they know he's a great kid and they know he competes and he's just who he is right um 
from the outside looking in, people might be like, how come that's not Austin Matthews? Hey, fucking Austin Matthews scores 60 fucking five goals. And he's not on the cover. <laughs> you know, like, and he's only oh, 25. Shit. Yeah. Because so, his hairline's why he's not on the <laughs> But they promoted, like, this young, cool, ah, play the game of hockey. America-born player. It's for everybody. Um, and this, you know, what, what Zeeks has done in his first year, it's amazing. Highlight real goals, all-star, you know, caliber season. A kid that's only going to get better. He's going to take on a leadership role this year. Um, and I just... I think it was a great play. Kid's yeah, got good flow for the coverage. Yeah, he does. And you know what? You talk about the Ducks, and obviously we're out here in Orange County, and you know Pat for for Beak. Um, <laughs> you gave him the best nickname. We're not going to say it, but you gave him the best nickname. Um, he's done a good job. You know, it brings in Strom, yeah. uh, Vitrano, Klingberg, a guy that Cooley. we know well, Kulikov. Yeah. You know, just... now you talk about the back end there with Klingberg and Cooley, and you got Shaddy and Fowler. I mean, now you got something going there, right? With Drysdale. That's a solid That's decor. a solid fucking decor. That's a good decor. That's a good decor. And, um, you know, it, it, it... You got a goalie. We talk about that. Gibby. We say we say they can be compete, competitive and compete every night just because of Gibby. Yeah. And if Gibby can just stay interested. And by that, I mean, like, his team's going to have to score more than three goals a game so they can win games. Because yeah. Gibby, Gibby can... Gibby I've, can save the puck. I feel right? like Gibby. I feel like Gibby is a great starter to the season. I feel like he comes out the gates, guns are blazing. Yeah. And then in his defense, I felt the last couple of years he was seeing a lot of rubber. Right. Yeah. I I think if they're gonna, I think they're gonna get off to a good start again. I I know Dallas Aikens is gonna have a great training camp, have those boys ready. They're gonna be in good shape, but they're not gonna be tired. And that's what Dallas is is, is one of the best in the, the business that I've ever seen. He knows where to push you to make sure you're ready to rock, but he also knows that rest is a weapon. So I think they're gonna get off to a good start. I like their back end. Um, I'm pulling for them. I want them to do well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it'll be better. To, and one thing on Zegers, the old training camp number, he, he went from 46 to 11, which I guess is his number. Old double hockey sticks. I liked Zegers in 46 for whatever reason, but I've, the worst training camp number I've ever seen someone um, have to rock was Zenon Kanopka. I love you, Z. You're one of the biggest Warriors ever played with. They fucking in the Ducks gave him number 66. That's embarrassing. <laughs> and a guy like that, you can't he works make hard wear too. 66. Yeah, no kidding. Right? I feel like the only teams that allow this to happen are like the GMs that just have the hard-ons for like the young kids. Yeah. Who come in and, and like if a kid makes the team and you know he's, you know, a high draft pick. What's the difference? Ask the kid what number he wants. No kidding. Like, what's the deal? No, but that was old school mentality of Bob. I had to wear forty seven for my first yeah. season. My, well, then I then I grabbed seven. You're a little higher up the depth chart than me. I was seventy four my first training. Yeah, seventy four. Brutal. But even I remember, like when I went on a two way to, to to the Ducks, Getzy wanted me to wear six as a joke, right? Because he calls me six, and Bob yeah. Murray was like, "No, he's got to wear thirty four because that's his training camp number." Like. It was a fuck. Like you know, Trevor Zegers is going to be on your team. Like if he wants eleven from the get go, give him eleven. Yeah. Kids on the cover of EA Sports. Yeah, but <laughs> I like him. him. I like him in forty six. Yeah, forty six. Because cool. no one else has it. Yeah. Yeah, I was always wondering, like, is there something weird with this? Like, it doesn't seem like a training camp number, but yeah. he's got it. I remember when Factor went from thirty seven to ninety, and I was like, why ninety? So I just like the way the O with the zero looks. Oops, it goes nice to the O'Reilly and the. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like he's born in ninety, isn't he? Is he? Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What, that was I, don't a wild know. I don't even guess. know what day it is. That was a wild guess. I'm just over here sweating. Yeah, he I'm just over here sweating. He's probably booze. 31, right? Fact Daddy? Yeah. I don't know. Binger, can you look that up for us, buddy? Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly. Um, 
Up dog, our next segment brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings, promo code Curfew Cali. Curfew Cali. It's in honor of our boy Scoopsy. It's the rumor mill sticking with the ducks and everything we just talked about. Patty King. Let's let it hear it. I, I think. You've heard it here. I, I thought, you know, maybe he would go back to Buffalo. I reconsidered it. Come on out here, Patty. You got Zegris. You got Gibby's American born player. You got some good young you pieces. Shatty. You, like shatty. you got Shaddy. He'll feed you the you got, biscuit. You got cap space out here for you. Listen, you've been in Chicago. Those winters are cold, Patty. I know you're fucking sick of the wind. Totally. Come on out here. We'll mentor, dial you with a nice mentors, place. Mentor Zegris. Help him. Help him. Because Patty Kane, if you remember when he first came in the league, right? Same as Z. Offensive through the roof. But Patty had to learn how to play the right way. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if Pat Verbeek could bring him in here and, and, and Z would listen to him so much and just like how much it would help his development? Yeah. I just think it'd be a great They're fit. Too much like the same player, though, when you think about like the positioning on the ice and the touches and where they touch the puck on power plays. Like they're the same, same player. And I, I agree with you. Yeah. If there's a way to make it both work, but how do you, how do you have Patty Kane and Zegers on the same ice on a five on four power play? Like where would they both go? Fuck. Well, Z, I, I would Kane love to would have be on the, Kane would be on the half wall and Z's probably playing the point. They're working it to hit them up high here over to Dries, he, over uh, to Klingberg, back up over to Z, over to Kane, back over to Klingberg. Uh, we need Mason some, McTavish in front of the net, tipping him in. We got something cooking. Fuck, I think we need... Um, Patty Kane's a right winger. So he could, Z could play center. Patty plays the right place. They play his offside. Yeah. I don't know. I just think they are the same player when it comes to their skills through the roof. But if you're Patty Kane, are you not excited for the opportunity Fuck to play yeah. with another young American-born player? And like, to come to Newport for yeah. like the last three, four years of your career? They, 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 and they've made some moves that they're going to be competitive yeah. enough. The Pacific's kind of wide open out here. LA's going to be good. Edmonton's going to be good. Calgary's going to be good. San Jose's in one. Um, <laughs> Arizona. We can get him Central. a sprinter van. If he does want to go up to LA, we'll, we'll get, get a you a sprinter van. I don't know. I just was thinking Play about all the it. golf you want here with us, PK. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I just think it would be... A good fit for him here. I don't know. Get you I, in the studio. I guess he's going to start the season in Chicago. Is what he's saying. I don't know why. I mean, just have you had to look at that lineup? Take a- I might just put the wheels back on. <laughs> it's it's not pretty. It's not pretty. So let's go. Patty Kane, you're not listening. But if someone's talking to Patty, say the boys say rumor mill to the Ducks here, up dog. <laughs> um, our next segment brought to you by your good buddies. New little sponsor here at Missing Curfew, the Up Dogger and his paycheck, Life Force. Life Force, baby. Promo code? Curfew. All right. Life Force. I yeah, know you're big on these guys. I, I know. Well, listen, it's a, it's a, it's a changing uh, you know, types, type scenario over yeah. here. We got a, a way to kind of dive in and check out what's going on in the body. As I, don't wanna know. I don't want to hey, know. I don't want to know. Especially after a long trip. Hey, right? <laughs> you're like, all right, t- take this blood. You might, you might not like what's, what you're going to find in there. Yeah. But, uh, but no, these guys, um, listen, I'm a big believer in longevity, staying as, as healthy and fit as we can. You're it's looking long young. You're Thank looking you. Young. These fucking yoga classes I'm going to are killing me. I'm, I'm, I'm leaking more in these things than I've ever sweated right. in my life. Yeah, is it a hot yoga? It is hot. Right up the street from where you live in, too. Wow. Anyway, we'll talk yeah, yeah. We'll talk to them. We'll get them on. Have them on a sponsor, too. <laughs> um, but no, our friends at Life Force Obes, and we'll talk about this over the course of the next few months as we start to dive in. I, I, I'm taking my my weekly and daily nutraceuticals and the vitamin K and the, with the wake up with the peak M&N and all this good wow. stuff. And, uh, listen, it's just a way for us as guys when, and, and women, as you get older, you want to still feel good and yeah. learn what's going on in the body. 
And this is uh, a way to do it. So they come, draw your blood from your house, and I'll make sure they get to the bay club, maybe have a cocktail with the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, take your blood. A couple weeks later, you talk to a doctor, and then you you do, just kind of build out like a plan with them. Do they go over like something they could be allergic to? Ever, everything. Yeah, they like, test you for 80 things in your body. I, I, need, to go, I need to get that. Like, Shout out to my dad. Peter was cooking breakfast at the cottage for the week and I had eggs. And I just felt like shit every day. Yeah. I'm like, I think I might be allergic to eggs. So they do all that so shit. So that you. panel can be tested, um, but they, they focus on things that you're like defi- like you're deficient in. It might be, you know, vitamin D or it could be low, um, you know, iron. Or, yeah. And then they just, they f- figure it all out and then they build you kind of a plan and you work with a, with a doctor that you don't have to go see a doctor. Yeah. You just FaceTime the guy. And they build out a, a plan, and then they'll test your blood again every, like, four months. So quarterly, throughout cool. a year. Um, and this membership, you know, it's it's 130 bucks a month. But for, you know, you think about it, for $1,200 a year, you have the ability to really, like, find out if anything's bad going on with the positive side of feeling great. So for me, it's a, it's a no-brainer. And yeah. I got Christine on it after she has our baby, which could be any minute. Um, yeah. she's going to dive in cause it's good with, you know, hormone therapy and replacement therapy, especially after, you know, a, a girl will have a baby. There's hormones can go yeah. here and there. Are you sure this kid's an upshell or what? He seems to be pretty lazy for an upshell. He doesn't yeah. want to move. Like he's I'm chilling. like, I, I'm he's like, happy in there. this guy's happy. Usually if he's an up dog, I thought he'd be running out already. Like, These kids, Christine, I don't know what it is, man. These kids, like, they enjoy their, yeah. enjoy their, too, their mama. Come, yeah. So anyway, but we'll, we'll talk about, uh, my life force, yeah. but myliforce.com, baby. Thanks for hooking it up, up dog. It brings us right into the world cup of hockey. It's come back. It's coming back in 2024 ups. Well, it is back. Yeah. Obviously what happened last year at the Olympics and COVID, I'm a big fan of the world cup here. I, I just think we need to find a way they're going to have it in February, the same time as the Olympics would have been, would have been, or would be, I don't know if they're going to continue on with that time will tell, but we got to, first of all, we got to do, we got to get a new fucking trophy for the World Cup. Have you seen this trophy? It's terrible. Like, we need a new trophy, first and foremost. New trophy. And we just need to make this count up. We need people to, I don't know, I'm, I'm a big believer in it. Can we make this like, yeah. like World Cup of Soccer or whatever? Yeah, have like, it's parties massive. around the games. Yeah. Like, have, you know, uh-huh. have, like have it, great bands, have the Arkells play, in, you know, in the studio during the games. Like, make it like a, a full experience for everyone, like yeah. inside and outside the arena. Make it like a hockey festival, yeah. you know, have the games going on like the US Open tennis and have like, you know, bring in fucking the celebs, put them on the glass and make yep. it a, make it a party. Play then, the music when, when there's a power play, <laughs> let the guys fucking play their songs <laughs> when they come in the zone. That'd be sick. Right? Like basketball get the, Yeah. Get the atmosphere going a little bit. Like if yeah. it's a five on fucking four power play. Fucking boom! You get some Pearl Jam in the back, and you're just crispy rice. <laughs> wow, you would have been fired up if there's some Pearl Jam out there for you. Well, I'll just say anything. Okay. I just think I think it comes down to the players too, right? Like obviously, you know, guys like McKinnon and McDavid are itching to play for their countries. I don't know. I just I'm a big I'm a big fan of the World Cup. Remember mm-hmm. back in the day, the Canada Cup. Yeah, remember the year? Great. I don't know the year, but remember when USA beat Canada? They had Kachuk and Ronick and Garen, and there was fights and. I know I we're don't not know if there's going to be many fights, but I know the guys not, will be intense. Intensity is what I want. They will have it because you have intensity. all the best players in the world, but they're finally getting to play for their countries. That's a big, meaningful thing. Yes, it's not the Olympics, but it's this, it's the same thing. It's the competition amongst you know peers finally getting to play you know and see these superpowers play. Right, like yeah. pick the first line for Team Canada. Okay, it's crazy. Uh, cross. No, it would be McKinnon, McDavid. Uh, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> McKinnon, McDavid, and I mean Jonathan Huberto or a sniper. It's got to be a sniper. It, 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 it would be Hubie, probably. 
Hubie. Huh? What a deal for Hubie. Great deal. Good kid. Hubie's a beauty. He looks like he's jacked too, by the way. Hubie, I've, I follow on Instagram. Um, this World Cup of Hockey Trophy is awful, though, up dog. We got we to gotta get a new one, bro. Look how bad that is. Who's the goalie, by Look the way? Look how bad. I don't know, man. I don't know. Binner? I don't know. Who's Canada's goalie? Fucking rights. Mark andre Fleury? Price Fuck is done. Both those guys would be great. Price is done. Yeah. It's funny you bring up goaltending because you look at other countries, Finland, um, Sweden, Sweden, Russia, if they're, I don't yeah. know if they're allowed to play or whatever. But I mean, if you look at just their goaltending, Canada's, fuck, we, got, we, don't, we don't have Carey Price anymore. Mark andre Fleury's 37. We don't have Luongo. We don't have Broder or Waugh. It's kind of a question mark. But it's okay because we have Kale McCarr and he'll have the puck the whole game. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Just put a blocker on him. He'll it probably does. save all. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't really matter who's in net when you have him on the ice. Yeah, so that's true. it's exciting news. Um, please get a new trophy, though. That one is not National League. So um, our last segment brought to you by our good friends at Canada Dips, Lip Boomers, promo code. You should have seen how many fucking promo code. Curfew Cali. You should have seen how many Lip Boomers I brought to Europe. And you're up in Canada. I probably brought 50 tins of lip boomers. Did anyone check your bags and say, what the hell is this? No. That's Put them good. right on my fucking carry-on. Yeah, as you should. I oh, wasn't even really worried about it because it's just dipper. CBD, right? Yeah. I was chewing those things in Italy, Ireland, Canada, everywhere. How many logs did you say? Like 30? I brought 50 tins with me. 50 tins? Yeah. I chewed probably. check an extra bag. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I brought, I brought 30 tins with me. I brought a tin for every day I was gone. I was gone like 27 days. Came back with a couple tins, but I was chewing it everywhere. Fuck. Italy, Ireland. People in Canada are dying for them up, so I don't know if we can Fine. get them up there or whatever. But uh, segment, just good old-fashioned off-season transactions. There's been some moves here since we've been on, on, away on our vacation, or I've been away on my vacation, I should say. First of all, Phil the Thrill. Um, on the rumor mill, I had some insight that he was going to Edmonton. Fuck that up. Vegas Golden Knights, one year, 1.5, I think. I, first thing I thought is, for God's sakes, like he's going to help the power play. Like their God power hope. play, they hope. Like I think Ike's. I saw Ike's on Bio still camp. He looks good. Mm -hmm. I think their power play is going to be better. I think Phil helps with that. Yep. So I think it's a good signing at that. They need Mark Stone healthy. Stoney, yeah. Um, but and, and they can have a great power play. Yeah. Because he, he it's time this, for them to have a good power. Yeah. Play. This kid, like this kid, I can't call Phil the kid. He um he just knows how to like shoot the puck. Like just. It gets on net. It's a good, efficient, quick shot, and that creates chances. They they just don't rely on like what works in hockey. Yeah. They don't fucking shoot the puck, and they have guys on their off wings that try to be too cute. And you know, Petro up top. We've talked about this, but mm -hmm. <clears throat> the old wounded duck down to the half wall. That's not going to do anything. <laughs> that's not going to cut you it. You got to get the pucks through, and you got to get a big body in front, and that's a just a key to having a great power play. So he's not getting eighty-one. Marshall Saul wears eighty-one. He's going to wear eight. Is, am I thinking too much into this? Like, Marcia Saul's been there since day one. He's a good player. I, I, is yeah, it just like... Him, you give him eight. You just say, yeah, hey, all Phil. the fans have Marcia Saul jerseys at 81. It's it's not worth It's not worth switching. the headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Phil don't give a fuck. Phil don't give he a fuck. He don't care. Do you think Phil's going to live at the Summit? He feels like a Discovery Project type of guy, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> fuck, he's going to he have would, sore back and sore would, hips he, the whole He would like season. those comfort stations, old oh, Phil. Yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah, totally. And Great point. Have you ever been to Yellowstone Club? I saw something on social media. That course looks fucking unreal. Never been up there, but it looks that's, amazing. That's one uh, A of of yeah. you know those experiences. Yeah, um, I'm pulling for Vegas this year. I'm pulling for because I love Ike's. I'm pulling for our boy Todd Pickup and Tom Riley. Um, you know, I, I the Avs got it last year. They got it done last year. 
I don't know about their goaltending in Vegas. We'll get into that moving forward, up dog, as we continue to get closer to camp. But I think that's a good sign. Feel the thrill. Yep. Uh, Tage Thompson, seven years. Fifty-six. Was it that? Fifty. Something Fifty-five. Crazy. It's seven a year. I like this seven kid. Something. He's big. He can shoot. I, I just think I'd like to see him play with a little more. And I know Uppy, it's not you know ten years ago, but when you're as big as him. I think he's got to play a little more physical, a little more bite to his game. And I don't know if giving him seven years is going to do that, but that's the way it happens now. Um, I, I like this kid. I just was shocked that he got that deal right away, but that's what they're doing now. Uh, yeah. I would just on top of that, say I would like to, I would like him to play more. Like yeah. just, I'd like, I want to see him play more hockey before I give him all that <laughs> right? money because this never happened before. Like people don't have one, a one season breakout season and sign this much on an extension on a well, I guess on a bad team. On a fucking horrendous. He's played two hundred and twenty three games. He's got fifty six goals. That is worth eight million bucks now. Unfortunately, it is. Yeah. Like I, I, I mean, mean, when you look at it like that, he's you're minus like, fifty seven. Yeah. Career. Good, I had better points. Than good this. hair on him. Though. I had better points than this when I was his age. Good hair in this picture. No, I'm with you, but maybe they're looking he at. He did it. have thirty eight goals. Maybe they're looking at a terrible it like, team. Maybe they're looking at it that, you know, in two years, the cap's going to go up. It's going to be $100 million. We can sign this guy. This will be a steal when he's in his, you know, later in the contract. I don't know. But he did have a good year last year, ups. But once again, it's just these kids. I don't know. I want. I would want to keep them hungry. But yeah. it, it is what it is. So I, I think Buffalo's going to be better, though, ups. I think they're, I think they're heading in the right well, direction. And, the, and this is the thing, too, is like, okay, you sign this kid like this. Now, when things don't go good... The media is going to be all over this kid. How is he going to take it? Yeah. Is he going to be like that typical, like, I don't give a fuck? It puts a lot of pressure on him to be. Is he a kid that can handle a lot of pressure being the top paid kid on a team? Yeah. To me, no. I know. He's I, six, I, seven, I know the kid. Like, I played with him. I played six, with him in seven. St. Louis. He's a monster. But he's, he's. You play with this kid? Yeah, in St. Louis. He oh, was wow. Our, yeah, he got traded for the fact daddy when I left. For the fact daddy. That's right. Drafted by St. Louis 26 overall. <clears throat> Um, six seven though. If you're six seven, you gotta fucking he play can with shoot. The, like he, he can, can shoot, shoot it. it, and he's he moves well. Um, he's a big right-handed. He's like an Eric Lindros like type. Yeah, he, you know, can he play with fucking? You, there you go. Can he play like Eric Lindros a little bit? Yeah. I know you're not gonna go. I, I get it, people. Don't. It's fucking new NHL. Blah blah. Fuck off. He's six seven. Like you gotta play with a little jam. When I watch him play, he doesn't hit anyone. He doesn't fucking go to the net. Yeah, he got 38 snipes. He's got a great release. But yeah. I'm telling you, if, if this kid wants to take the next step and... He should be, be able to get 60 goals standing in front of the net. Yeah, if you're that just big. I think if I was Kevin Adams, you know, I'd be like, hey, fella, here's the deal, but we need you to play with a little more jam. And maybe he will, right? How old or is how about he? this? How old is he? 24. Yeah, how about this? Show up to training camp. Here's a million bucks. Show up to training camp and go to the net, and I'll give you fucking six and a half. I'm with you. Instead I'm of just, you. you know, what you... What you think he can do or expect him to do? They just give these kids these deals now, like it's going out of style. So. Thirty-eight goals. We had good, a good for him, though. Yeah, He's I'm happy paid. for him. I want these kids to make all the money they want, but I feel as an ex-player, I got, I, I got to say how I feel about you got to earn it too. Yeah, we we broke the same. Every, every old player says that, and I mean, it's just we're not bitter. It's just the way that it's just, it is. Yeah. I, I will he, say this. Because uh, these bad deals affect teams long, long, long time. I hope he goes no bucket because he's I got his hockey DB up here. He's got great flow. So if you're making seven bananas, Tage, flow, take yeah, your bucket flow. off, bud. Take your bucket off. Weegsy baby. Um, Calgary Flames. We haven't got to talk about them 
First thing I'm going to, I'm going to hate on them a little bit here. Their dressing room, which I witnessed firsthand. I was there when the flood happened in Calgary. The Saladome got fucking flooded out. They said because of insurance, they had to build it the same way it was before. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's fucking embarrassing. I mean, it's not National League. Like, but no, it is the, what it the, is. The welcome video of him, they should have just, like, they should have just did a podcast yeah, and had no like, video to it. Don't show that. I know. Like, don't Weezy, you look good. Weezy, your hair look good. You look like you're in good shape. Uh, he looks they good. They should have welcomed f- him via FaceTime. Like, yeah. hey, uh, welcome to the Flames. Like, <laughs> or just, you don't want to see our room yet. <laughs> you're coming from Florida. Or just put his jersey in the like press conference room or something. Like, Weezy walked in and the dressing room looked like our studio was bigger. Uh, Tough is room. It that, it's well, terrible, it's, man. Yeah. It's terrible. Is that the game rink? That's the game rink. No wonder Matty Chuck had such a smile ear to ear yeah. when we talked to him. But we actually look good in the 52 red. I like that. Um, I want to give some love to Bradtree Living. Just obviously, we're going to get the Kadri deal. You know, he goes out and gets Hubie, Weegsy baby, Kadri for seven times seven. I mean, I don't know. Are they better? Time will tell. I mean, he did a hell of a job, Bradtree Living. You got to give it to him. Yeah, like, I it's think fucking... that, uh, arguably they're, you know, they added more, right? Yeah. They got Kadri, Hubie, and. They, like I, I love the way Maddie plays. They lost two and they gained three. Same price. Are they, I, yeah, I'm just like, are they are they chippier than they were? I don't know because Maddie plays so hard, but like Weezy Baby plays with some chip, Kadri plays with some chip, and then you got Hubie who, you know, is just as skillful as Johnny Hockey and bigger and stronger and doesn't play maybe a physical game, but he's bigger than Johnny. Yeah, I expect a big year out of him. Yeah, nice ice too in Calgary for yeah. him. Zip those pucks. Have you seen him on social media? He looks fucking jacked. Yeah, man. he's he likes to work out with a shirt off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you tell him that, Give him eh? shit all the time. Yeah. Tell him that, eh? Yeah, I like it, though. Um, Kadri, seven for seven. Not what we thought he was going to get. Um, good fit, though. I mean, after you win your Stanley Cup, you might as well take that money and go to Cowtown, I guess. I don't, I was you probably little... wouldn't have taken that to go there. I thought he was going to go to Long Island. I don't, know what, I don't know what Lou was doing there. I thought, for me, Kadri being a guy from Ontario, uh, get back in the East Coast, brand new building in Long Island. I thought that was, a, I guess, a sexier fit, but he decided to go to, to, to Cowtown. I don't know. We'll see. No, I'm sure those internal talks were, yeah, Brad Tree living laid out. Like, listen, we're we're win now mode still. I'm doing everything I can. We got Marky. We got the goaltending. I think our D are still great. We added fucking two pieces. Let's. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. There were some people on my social media, some guys that we met in the Battle of Alberta, and and from the course of where. You know, Maddie left and Johnny left. They were like DMing us or DMing me, and holy fuck, we're done. And then, and now they're just you know, they on. get Hubie and Weeks. You're like, okay, here we. And then they get Kaji. They're like, fuck, we're better than we were last year. <laughs> like I've had a lot of people say that to me on Twitter. So, I just think, listen, I, I bumped into Brad in the, on the elevator when we were at the Bell of Alberta. He was great to me through my my time in, my short time in Calgary when I got put on waivers and all this stuff. So I think he did a hell of a job. Um, I still think they need a new rink. I think it's something that they can, you know, obviously not deal with long, long-term. Yeah. But they're going to be competitive. Just play in Edmonton. Share the ring. Just play in Edmonton. We're playing Red Deer, <laughs> like, the, like the Coyotes are doing. Go play fucking the old Red Deer. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Rebels, but <laughs> um, It'll be interesting to see. We're going to bring Princey on here, check in with Princey. There's going to be a new segment. I don't know if we got the name for it yet. We're gonna, Right now we're calling it Curfew Calls or something. But anyways, ups. it's going to be times throughout the course of the season where you know we can't get a guest on or whatever. And, and we love having guests on, but just sometimes... You know, we can't get a guy or, you know, the schedule of guys that are playing. We want to hear more from the from our listeners. Like, either, you know, if it's a question, uh, a concern, something you see in the NHL, something that happened to you on the weekend, something, anything, anything that you guys want to talk to me and the updog about. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and some of the ones I listen to have that. 
And I just think we got great fans ups, and I, I want to engage with them a little bit more. Yeah, or a story of them missing yeah. curfew. Yeah, whatever. whatever yeah, you know? like if you guys did something, I'd it's a good roundtable opportunity. Great roundtable so opportunity. So it's, uh, it's a chance. We're going to use it and post it on our website, like you just said. Yeah. Um, curfew calls, I think, is great. Curfew calls, that's, that's, call. that's, that's TBD. We don't know. Leave, we may change that. So If you want to leave like the audio message, we'll maybe put it out there. You know, if, you gotta, if you're from fucking Newfoundland, yeah, you want to come that, on, yes, boy. Yeah, that'd be great. We'll have you on. And we'll talk, we'll talk shop. Uh, but again, a good chance for us to answer anything question or share someone's, you know, insight or story that they have that, uh, you know, yeah. they think of as we speak and you listen on your car radio or at home or at the gym, Yeah. Um, you know, and you think of something, just fire it to us and we'll, we'll maybe get it out there. Yeah. And just think of it like if, you know, we're sitting in the locker room and it's a fucking Monday morning and you, you know, you got to sit down and you want to talk to the up dog and always about something. That's kind of what we're, we're going for here. Um, it's something we miss the most about playing is the locker room and we get that here. So, um, yeah, Princey is going to be the one that's doing it. Um, obviously we'll look at it too, but, uh, it's something moving forward that we wanted to do here. So, um, we'll have more on that right Absolutely. now. We're calling it curfew calls, but, um, we're going to check in with our boy Princey here. He did a hell of a job with us and we got to talk to him about this dirty honey thing. Man. <laughs> Up dog. I love being back here with you, but we got My Princey man. coming at you. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Uh, Up dog. We got our boy fresh off a bender up in this Canada. Guy sounds like me, Princey. <laughs> Princey fella, you sound like me. Hurting or what? Oh fuck, Obes. I feel like you after a fella tour, <laughs> man. My voice is all raspy. I didn't want to get get up out of bed today, but I got the phone call. They need me on the podcast. I shot right up, so I'm here. I'm That's here. That's right, buddy. Hey, you go out with the boys. Yeah, get up with the men. Yeah, That's true. Let's go. I was, yeah. I yep. was I was hurt myself today. It was a long uh, long Labor Day weekend for myself at the Bay Club. Uh, I like that hat you got there, bud. That this is a uh, the the missing curfew fans know me as the Calgary Flames fan, but my second love is the Calgary Stampeders. We've talked about it in the past on the podcast. I'm a big CFL guy, and anybody that's in Western Canada knows that Labor Day weekend is CFL football. We had Stampeders, and I keep calling them the Eskimos, but they're they're the Edmonton Elks now. They were down in Calgary. Uh, the Stampeders hooked me up with this hat. They know me, so uh, looks good. But I got uh, you know I'm always repping Mrs. Curfew too, though. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so talk. Uh, hey, big weekend. We you know big weekend. We had our boys uh, Labelle and and John Notto up there, fucking slinging the guitars. Mm -hmm. Talk about the Dirty Honey show. Talk about being on stage. The fucking Instagram story that I watched, I literally was, I was loving it. I was dying laughing, and I was like, fuck, Princey's in his element up in, in Calvertown right now. How, yeah, how, was yeah. the show? how was the show? Talk a little bit about the show. The show The show was absolutely incredible. Like I, I, I've never seen Dirty Honey live before. Um, obviously, I listen to them every single week, whether that's just whether I'm, I'm jamming at the gym or driving or editing the podcast because California Dreaming, we hear it every California single week. So I hear Dreaming. that song. I hear that song a crazy amount of time. So when I saw they were coming through uh, Calgary, I think it was maybe about a month ago, I made sure I messaged the up dog right away and said, you got to get me the hookup for this. And and up he got me hooked up and the boys took good care of me. We, uh, Me and the fellas, my boys, um, we, went to, uh, we went to the stable right down the street, Cactus Club. So... Did get a couple people poking by, saying hello for that. Made her way over to the show. I had to cut off. My buddies had to stop me drinking too many uh, old fashions. They're like, you're going up on the stage. Like, pump the brakes. It's like Obes in, in Vegas. They put My buddy put his arm around me. He's like, you got to stop. <laughs> you're going up on stage. So 
Uh, I maybe had to calm the nerves a little bit, but yeah, they were doing a, a Canadian guitar giveaway. They were nice enough to reach out and ask if they asked me if I wanted to do it, which was awesome. And like, they're great guys. So, uh, I got to go up on stage and they were like, Hey, you got, you got the floor. You can say whatever you want, man. So made sure to do a little missing curfew pump. But then I knew we we're in the city of Calgary. So I threw a shout out to our guy, Hubert Owen, my guy, my guy, Weegsy baby, Mackenzie Weeger. So I know, I know he saw it too. So you like the story. So Weegsy, you're welcome. But, happening. uh, <laughs> great show man like really intimate uh 300 people in the show yeah. maybe but it was packed jam-packed really intimate those guys they put on an amazing show like they're so good with the crowd and i think it got between sets it got really quiet one time and somebody in the crowd yelled this guy fucks and they got a big cheer so <laughs> they're kind of known for missing curfew too so thanks for hooking that up and thanks to the boys from dirty honey i can't wait to see those guys again because uh, as soon as the show ended, uh, I ended up backstage and ended up on the tour buses up. You saw the picture. So <laughs> I had myself a night. <laughs> yeah. What kind of booze were they? Uh, Nato likes to drink. They like tequila. There was tequila. Yeah. Tequila shots were flowing out there. <laughs> How was the tour tequila, bus? Baby. Is our boy, is their manager, Mark Didia? Are they putting them on a nice bus? What kind of bus do they have? Wow, you guys have seen this stuff before. I've never seen this stuff before, so it was a nice tour bus to me. I'm used to the the, the Alberta Junior Hockey League tour. The yellow bus. You're used to the yellow bus. The yellow bus, yeah, with Big Earn putting his feet at the back, blocking you from the bathroom. So, no, that was – it was a nice bus. John took us on there. You know, he just wanted to shoot the shit the whole time, and uh, uh, they love missing curfew, they love what we're doing, and they want to come back on the show again. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, they're – Let's get them on. They're killing it. Um, They're in Vancouver – I saw the bell was at the last night. Yeah. yeah. Did they play last night? Or yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever, whatever night it was Monday. We're, yeah. we're coming off a of bender. I don't even know what day it is. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm feel, pretty I sure it was it. last night. So LaBelle took, LaBelle took his bike and went, he went, yeah. to, he went to Banff on his heart. Yeah, on his, that. He's got a BMW bike, I think. And it's epic. It's like the, the cruiser, right? The mountain cruiser. And then he went all the way up to Jasper mm-hmm. and then he cut across, played in Edmonton, played in Calgary, played in Van. Like guys just, so what does he just weapon. ship the bike or does he put the bike on the tour bus or how does the bike get usually away? like, I would say he's probably on a Western swing. Like he, he would have it somewhere in Montana, um, oh, yeah. maybe at Kitch's place or something. And he just goes on these week rides. And I love the fact that he's doing it in between his concerts because that, I mean, not to imagine I'm like, we go play Edmonton, Calgary. I'm like, hey, boys, I'll meet you guys. Eh? I'm just going to take the Harley yeah. over to Banff and come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just see being a rock star is fucking No, nah, he's cool. You can tell he loves the outdoors too, right? Everywhere he goes, he makes sure he goes to yeah. places like that. But yeah. he's they are rock stars, man. They play hard. Oh. Uh, Princey, I'm glad you had a good time doing that, fella. I want to talk. Me and Uppy were just talking flames before he brought you in. And obviously, oh, yeah. <clears throat> you see it through social media. Like, the course of two months there, it went from where people were like, Fuck, we're done to are we better than than we were last year? So as a diehard Flames guy, what's the feel like in the city? Camp's about to start. I mean, Caudry, Weegsy Baby, Hubie, like feeling good, right? Well, it's it's crazy that it was like a almost a month ago when we had it was Dave from fourth period on who gave us like the shush sign and picked up the phone and it was Johnny was going to Columbus and that was a month ago and I thought we were done. I thought we were left for dead right there. Like I tried to like keep a straight face on the podcast, but after I was so mad, I was just like, We're we're fucking done, man. But then I kinda knew something was up. Uh, when Tree Living, uh, he did kind of like a, a press conference or whatever to announce that uh, Goudreau was gone. But he he definitely sounded like he was talking like he was he was at a funeral for sure. But at the end of it, he said, he's like, I'm not going to go sit in the corner and cry. He's like, this is one day and we move on tomorrow. And then they started making moves right away. So in the city of Calgary right now, like it is... You know, especially being missing curfew and someone that actually covers the team now, it, it's it's amazing, man. Like there's there's a lot of hype around this team. It went in one of two directions. It could have went straight for a nosedive, right to a rebuild. 
I mean, I saw the Elliot Friedman tweet that said Matthew Kachuk to Florida, and I automatically assumed, oh, they're what are they going to get? A bunch of prospects, and like, who are they going to pull from Florida? And then it clicked in my head. I'm like, oh shit, Weegsy's a, a UFA at the end of the year. Holy shit. And it came through. And I've ever texted Oves. I'm like, we got fucking Weegsy, baby. Like, I was, <laughs> I was through the moon, man. Absolutely through the moon. This roster looks amazing. You know, are, are they light years better than they were last year? Probably not. They look a little bit different. Um, I actually think that they're probably, they're probably a better playoff team. I think that's, that's probably was the hurdle, right? We saw those games live. Like they struggled against Edmonton, their speed, and they couldn't shut them down. And Markstrom's got this thing against Edmonton. Who knows? He's got to get that mental hurdle over, but I think they're a better playoff team. I'm fired up, man. Like this, and who knows? They might not even be done yet. Who knows? We're sitting here in the early weeks of September. They might not even be done. That's good. They're done. That's what a- else can they get? <laughs> what else do you want? <laughs> Fuck. Dude. Well, it's like, we, we, well, they're not done. They're done. Who they got, yeah, they got, yeah, get they a couple PTOs. Yeah, that's who? yeah, they got a spot in the top nine. Like they've got, they've got a rookie Jacob Pelche pe- uh, penciled in right now, but he's never played NHL games before. So it's either going to p- be PTOs. You know, there's rumors, you know, poking around at, at what's an Evan Rod. Rodriguez, Sonny yeah, Milano, those kind wow. of cheaper low-end deals, right? You know, there's a lot of people floating around there that, you know, that Boston's poking around Lucic. I don't want the big guy to go. I want him to stay. Who cares? You're already paying him enough. Keep him here. The, the rookies need, need him. So they, they might not be done, but who knows, man. It's crazy well, that sad. Rodriguez is not signed from Pittsburgh. I saw that the other day, actually. It's crazy he didn't yeah. deal. And even, like, that kid, Sonny Milano. But that Rodriguez is a player. Like, he, played, he played up and down Pittsburgh's lineup. At times, he was playing on the first line. So yeah, if, if Brad Tree pulls him into that, I mean, this guy, give him GM of the year already. I mean, what, what he did is, it's insane yeah. what he did. So, um, Princey, we, we touched on it. Uh, moving forward here, we want to get our fans more engaged. You, you did a great job for us in August. Thank you. You always do a great job on social. But um, curfew calls is what we're calling it right now. We don't know if it's going to be emails or people calling in, but they're going to be coming through you. So, um they got to impress you because you get the one, you get to pick them. You get to pick them. So it's another big <laughs> good, role for good. you here at Mr. Curfew. Are, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you ready for it? I think I'm ready for it. I mean, the, there's been, you know, the curfew fans have been really, really good this past year. I, I don't know how warm they were to me when I first joined, but I'm, I think I'm a fan now. So, yeah, it's just, it's just a little bit more fan interaction and finding out what fans actually want to hear because yeah. sometimes, you know, we don't quite know what you guys want to hear. And uh, they, a lot of people ask questions on social media that don't necessarily get relayed to the podcast in time or they just get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. So this is a, a good opportunity just for some better fan engagement answer some questions, have some fun with it. You know, I, I post these old school clips of Uppy. I posted one today of the Uppy and the, the strobe light in the press box. So just teeing off on you and you had to like bend over and go like that. So the, in the penalty box? The lost, yeah, the penalty box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lost when that went after him. Here. Christ. Yeah. That's because he was hung I'd cheese. See, he was hung that. cheese fucking. I was yeah. in Phoenix, it, right? I was, was oh, that I, I was down actually those lights. That's crazy, man. It's I was like looking at it kind of laughing. What rink was it? But then I was like, it was oh, in Denver. They just shine that strobe yeah. like right in your eyes. And I mean, you mm-hmm. can't look at the scoreboard to see like, oh, what do you give me two or four? You look up there yeah. and all of a sudden you're like, holy shit. Yeah. And then I look over at the guy, the, the scorekeeper. I'm like, can you fucking it's see hilarious. that light? He's like, I don't ever look up at that thing. I'm like, it's crazy. And I went like this again. I'm like, holy shit. Now I'm like seeing stars. The whole clip's great. Huh? The clip's <laughs> great. <laughs> the clip's great. <laughs> I want to hear some stories from our listeners too, though. Questions are fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like, especially if you're playing on a men's league team out there or a junior team, like 
fucking let's hear some stories and we can comment on whether it's happened to us or what we think about it. I don't know. Anything and everything. It doesn't have to be questions, Princey. Yeah. Obviously, questions are fine, but we want to know what's going on out there <clears throat> in the Missing Curfew fans is, is what I'm fired up most about. Obviously. Absolutely. Me so. too. So, awesome. Princey, thank you for all your hard work, fella. Um, I'm happy the Flames are going to be good. I don't oh, know yeah. how good they're going to be. Time will tell when we pick our predictions. Uh, there's still that guy in your, in your province called Connor McDavid. So, I, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't get too far ahead of myself up there. But I'm happy yeah. the Flames are going to be good because it's better when they are. It's better for the Battle of Alberta. That, that, that would have been the worst thing possible if the Flames would have just, we would have had our first Battle of Alberta in 30 years. We got to go up. We, had to, we got to have a night at Kraft, a night in the suite, head up to the Moss Pit in Edmonton. And then next year we don't get to do that again because Calgary finished in 29th. Like it's it's good for the city, it's good for the province. We need that here. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. You know, I I, I got some ins on the Flames now, Weegsy baby. I'm looking at you, man. I'm looking at you. I got some ins in there now, so I'm gonna be poking my head around the dome here soon. So hey, I'm looking uh, forward to it, guys. Have you seen that beauty Commodore? I saw that he was on a golf trip with your boy Panger. But have you seen Calmy bouncing around Calgary at all? What's that beauty saying? I haven't, and it's just, if you know the Calgary sports scene, you know that Kami's gone from the end of August. He gets right back in, 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 in the season for September because he's on that golf trip. He talks about it every single year. Yeah, I'm sure he needs more than a day to recover from it. So as soon as the season starts kicking around, Kami starts floating around, so we'll get Kami back on. I know we tried, to, we tried to get him on at the end of the year, and he wanted to come, but we'll get Kami back on for sure. Kami's a beauty. So. Awesome. All right, Princey, thanks for everything, buddy. Keep her rocking. No problem, See you, up dog Princey, eh? Loves it. Loves it. Loves it. He's our Cowtown insider. <laughs> he is our Cowtown. How does the cow shit smell up there, Princey? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot going on. He's going to Stan Peter's games. Going Fuck is he ever? What a weekend he had. Jesus God, God, he had a weekend like us in our in our 20s. That's something. It feels something. like, anyway. Um, but seriously, thanks to him. He does a lot of hard work for us here at yep. Austin Curfew. He's a big part of the squad. So, Can't believe he ended up on the bus. Yeah. Hey. Call him the new flowers. <laughs> he ends up on the bus. Flowers, man. Flowers is driving me crazy. This commissioner, I, I, I'm thinking about striking. I don't think I, I don't know if I'm going to play fantasy up. So Larry's know. league. He's PA first, is coming in, and we need a new. Club I just I don't think here. I can put up with this text all year of, of having to put up with what he's saying. So, are you playing? I'm playing. You're playing. I got the draft tonight. If I don't have this baby, it would do anything. Yeah, man. What's going on minute. with By that? the time this airs, I might probably have a new little up dog running around. Yeah. I can't I, wait. I thought he'd be here by now. Can't wait to bring him in here and fucking put some hockey sticks in his hand, put a jersey on him. You got a name? Get I him on, get you him got on the mic. You got a few options or what do you got? For, you got we a, got a couple yeah, a couple yeah. options, yeah. How does that work? You wait till you see him and then you're like, okay, maybe he's uh whatever. I'll tell you how it works. Tell me how it works. You don't have to tell me. Don't tell me the hardest thing ever. I bet. Especially for the boy. You want to keep a tradition. You want to keep like good, strong name. You want to have a name that, you know, when he, as he introduces himself, as he becomes a young adult, he's confident with it. Yet it's cool, but you don't want to pick like some random fucking cool name now. Yeah, that's not ever going to be. You know, so it's you just want, weird. You want something cool, but you want to stay like. You want him to be. Yeah, I don't know. I was, you know, I was a uh, basically a junior, but my name is William Scott, and yeah. um, you know, my dad being Scott. There'll be some sort of like Scott or William. Scott is going to be there somewhere. But yes. Um, but you're giving someone a name, like, and they're not even a human yet, and they're going to have the name forever. And this is a lot of, like, a lot yeah, of you did good with Izzy, though. Izzy's a good, Izzy's Izzy's a great name. A, yeah. I give credit to Christina who, who yeah. picked that name. And, you know, it's your boy. You want him to have, 
you know, good name that you like and Billy, you know, Billy Upshaw, Jim James, or you know, Eddie Vedder, or, you know, <laughs> Billy, Billy Bay. Upshaw, hey, Billy. <laughs> um, it's it's a cool process, and yeah. I'm glad I, you I'm know, I'm glad I'm able to do it with Christina, who has, you know, she's got some good insight on all of it, and. But yeah, you guys will. You know, find I'm happy out for you. You got, you got your boy. Yeah, you're gonna have another. I mean, a lot of responsibilities over there. Yeah, for you, for yeah, yeah. Things are really picking up. You're a real there. adult. You're a real adult. So, uh, I'll be great being back in the studio, buddy. I missed it with you, Binger, Maxi. Good to be back with you, boys. To the fans, training camps around the corner. We got some hockey coming up, dog. Looking forward Let's to Binger. Let's go, one timers, baby. Missing Kirby. That's missing Kirby. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.